Hey, this is Plant Perception. I hope, I hope that worked as, as a new new style of trying trying to draw in a different different audience kind of. Green fingers, ring ring, green fingers. So so I'm Kevin Carmichael, and this episode of Green Fingers is about plant perception. Um, I I really wanted to do an episode of plant perception on plant perception for for a really long time. Uh, because I feel like a lot of people walk into a garden and and they don't understand what's going on underneath the surface. I I, I mean, not necessarily literally uh, the the literal surface because that's um well well people don't I mean, I I mean any any horticulturalist any any gardener whatsoever uh, worth worth his or her weight in in soil. Um, or, or, or compost, or, or, or some combination of the two if you want to get really into it. A- a- any of them understand the complexities of, of roots that, that beneath the surface, your, your garden has a whole other life in terms of, uh, if, if you look at the surface as being the, the, the ground. Because it's, it's, it's growing both ways. Um... With without that, it I mean it wouldn't even have the same, the same, uh, a density or, the the dimension, the, uh, d- dimensity. It's a, it's a good word, to describe it, but but I'm not talking about about that kind of surface. I'm talking about something um. To be equated with, if if you walked into a room. And there were a bunch of people all having these discussions, and there were a bunch of people having a bunch of different lively discussions in Chinese. Um, and I, I mean, for the purposes of this argument, you don't speak Chinese. I, I understand that uh, in in a field such as this, you you I, I suspect my my podcast has a big uh, multicultural uh, following. But but for the purposes of you don't speak Chinese, so you walk into this room, and, and and you're just like, well, there's no real conversation going on here, which is wrong. You're you're totally you're totally wrong. Uh, you sh- you should feel a little bit of shame, um, or or a lot of shame, depending on depending on how long you keep up this this charade. But but the point is that. That the plants think that that you're speaking in Chinese, but they're not dismissing you. So, so you should make an effort to not dismiss them. Um, I'm personally, um, you know, wh- whereas some people uh, have a have a uh, uh, images. With with quotations from Shaquille O'Neal's Twitter account at, 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 around their house, I I have a poster of Cleve ba- Baxter, and I'm going to explain to you why I think that poster is an important part of what makes my house the the 
the cradle that it is. Cleve Baxter published a, a bunch of research in the International Journal of Parapsychology about about plant perception, otherwise known as as the theme to this week's episode. So that's um, that's not actually a a, a coincidence. I I think um, you know he was studying uh, to to and proved that the plants have emotions too, um, just just like humans and animals. You know they're not different just just because they like to hang out in the ground. I mean I mean if you if you dig a hole and you stick your feet in it. And and you 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 bury your feet and you leave them there for a couple days. You don't you don't lose your emotions. So so why sh why should plants not have any? But but uh, but I mean all all this research uh, all this hardcore uh, research aside, you know, it, my grandfather always told me that. Uh, that potatoes were the only plants that can see because they're the only ones with eyes and and, th and then he'd chuckle uh, quietly to himself i i always wondered personally what a potato's uh what a potato's quality of vision is uh like do they can they see like dogs are potatoes like dogs they they see in black and white um Sometimes I like to think that what potatoes really can see with their eyes is a person's soul, uh, like like the deepest, truest form of a person's own own soul, and that's what why they're growing out of the potatoes, re reaching out to to see your soul as clearly as it can. I I, I think my soul would look like a, a bountiful garden. With with the brightest tomatoes, and, and and the leafiest cabbages, maybe maybe a couple of tulips, but but let's not go overboard. I mean, um, there oh oh, but there would be rhubarb, even though it's not in season, but it would taste like it was in season. I I mean I can't say for sure because I'm not a potato. But I think that's the first thing a, a potato sees as as I dig it out of the earth um, tenderly and and swaddle it with love. What 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 do you think your soul would look like? You can send an email at greenfingerspodcast at gmail dot com and and tell me what a potato sees in you. I, w I wonder how other plants would see if we humans let them. I mean, I I, I feel like cucumbers w would have the the cold, piercing eyes of a predator, uh, a jungle cat, or a hawk. I'm I mean, I have my reasons for thinking that. Um, rat radishes, on on the other hand, um, I don't I don't know what their vision would be like. I I feel like they probably need need glasses or 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 maybe elastic corrective surgery or 
or something or or like a hearing aid Con contact lenses um uh but on the subject of hearing aids all, all all plants can hear of course i mean otherwise talking them would be pretty silly <laughs> it's it's hard to tell where plants hide their ears though um more than any other type of life forms, plants are really good at hiding their ears. I, I guess reptiles are too. You, you you can't really see their ears. Oh, although although a lizard with ears would be pretty spectacular. Like like big green ears. Humans can hide their ears too, of course. I mean, I, we can do that, some things, but but for us, that that would take uh, long hair or or hats or or earmuffs or or headphones. Although although those those can perform another task. You you can listen to Green Fingers as you hide your ears. Um, and I think that. That makes a good segue into letters from the viewership. Um, uh, th this week, this week it looks like we have we have a full bounty. We we don't just have one email; we have two emails um, from from two different people. So I, I'm gonna read those now for you. Um, first of all. First of all, we have a new one from from good old Alicia. It starts, "Dear Kevin, I'm beginning. I think I have to, to think I have ESPP, which is extrasensory plant perception. Oh my! I had another dream about my seeds sprouting, and when I went out to the garden, my arugula had all come up. It's sort of eerie, frankly. Another news: my peonies are starting to open. One of my Clematitis has opened and is a vibrant purple, and each morning my flax plant flowers. I also have these strange pink flowers that look like they're from a fairy story. I don't know what they are, but they're lovely. Yours truly, Alicia. Oh, and, uh, and uh, a P.S. Watch out for that Ted Irwin. He offers you cake and then shoots you. Oh. Okay, well that's, um... Uh, that that requires some 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 context. Uh, I I should explain. Uh, Ted Irwin uh, came up because uh, I ran into him at the Tulip Festival and I talked about it on on my blog. On uh, which, if you're not reading, I mean, I I think you should. If 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 you want to be a truly responsible gardener. A a anyways, Ted Irwin's a very nice uh, Scientologist, and and uh, so so that should clarify um, w what Alicia means when when she says that uh, that that he metaphorically uh, uh, offered her her cake and, and then shot her. We we have another email this this week. Um, this one this one is 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 quite quite the piece of work and I just I really want to thank this person for for using a computer and and sending this so so thank you Greg since since then it starts 
H Hello, Kevin. I would like to start off by saying that I am a frequent listener of yours, and I've never worked up the courage to send you mail. But I figured since you've been so low on responses lately, well, I mean, not not really, because I I've been at two this week. But I, I would give it a shot. That's that's nice of you. I would like to start off by congratulating you, or shining respect on you, for your excellent presence on your podcast. Are you a frequent churchgoer? Because personally, I've built up comfort in public speaking from listening to the sermons that my pastor gives. Um, in response, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not a, 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 a frequent churchgoer because I, I prefer, I prefer to bask in, 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 in spiritual presence of flowers, um, than, than to sit on, sit on wood, which is dead. I mean, I mean, I'm not dead yet, so I can't, can't relate to it as much. Um, and, and most churches are made of wood. A anyways, uh, but, but I'm very, for, uh, I, I'm very, very, uh, supportive of, of people who appreciate uh, the, the church going experience. I'm, I mean Alfred's like that and and, and so if, if you want to uh, if, if you have questions specific to that you should you should stop by the card and, and talk to him or something. Um, anyways, uh, moving on because there's more in this email. Um, I would like to start off again by talking about famous gardens. I do not have one because I don't have green fingers myself. They're more of a tan color. We all know how useless those can be in the garden. Well, I, I think you need to believe in yourself a little more because because sometimes, you know, it's very easy to turn, like, uh, uh, purple fingers or, 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 or tan color fingers green if if you have the right if you have the right dye if you ha metaphorically speaking my neighbor auntie madge has a famous garden indeed she grew a pumpkin that measured 1.5 meters in diameter now i don't know how famous that would be in the grand scheme of pumpkins but for our little county fair she was a sensation well it sounds like you know i've seen pumpkins like that and it's you know it's it's awesome in the traditional sense of the word it's 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 not something to be to be scoffed at. Anyways, I I believe that in your first episode or so you asked for stories about raccoons. Well, do I ever have one of those? Let me start off. Uh, well, I, you don't need to ask. But my my dog Shelby was poking around the garbage one night a few weeks ago, and she accidentally knocked over a garbage can. I was sure that a raccoon had fallen into the garbage and was rustling around. So because raccoons are little pests and don't deserve shoutouts at all, and, and I'll thank you for attracting the one that you did because they don't deserve them. Don't d deserve them. I, sh I should read the words as written. So, so because ra raccoons are little pests and don't deserve my delicious waste, I pulled my shotgun off the rack and fired towards the end of the driveway where naturally my garbage was waiting for its truck. Tired, sleepy, and exhausted, I went back to bed. The next morning, I woke up at 9.36 and walked out to the end of the driveway to see that the garbage man had indeed come because the cans were indeed empty, 
but I noticed that my driveway was coated in splatters of blood, and I thought to myself, well, I must have hit the raccoon, only to let it limp away, but the blood didn't lead anywhere, and, and there was no body, so I came to the conclusion that the garbage man must have seen the dead body and thrown it in with my garbage. How crazy is that? Um... Well, well, I can't answer that because you phrased it with an exclamation point instead of in, instead of a question mark. Uh, a poor old Shelby, though, must have heard the gunshot and ran away, for I haven't seen her since. Poor thing. That's um, that's that's a story. Um, you know, I'm always asking for those, so so I'm glad. Uh, I would like to compliment Igneous Johnson on his lovely works of poetry. Um, you you forgot an H, but uh, hope, hopefully it wasn't too too attached to to that, and and you didn't offend him. Uh, I, I actually I've written my own poem from the garden, and I would like to start off by sharing it with you. Uh, okay, cool. So, the plumber's craving. That's interesting. It doesn't sound like it's, it's from a garden, but uh, I guess let's keep going. Something stirs in silent sight, a fence upon a, a moonlit night, a wife in bed to hold so tight. Last night's leftovers were all right. The eagle with gifts of honed eyesight. The wind whis whispers good night, good night. Extraordinary tales of mammalian flight, and last night's leftovers weren't that great. So many words to use in this stanza, hold me closer, tiny dancer. Rain sends my garden shooting up in growth and height, not syringes. Um. Oh, oh shoot. Oh. I hope the audience caught that as well. Um. I, I love my garden. It shines so bright. And later, when it's not so bright... Lovely Days and Endless Nights, I Hope This Poem Was Alright, by Greg Stinson. I hope you enjoyed that. I finished it last night. I have a question for you, Kevin. Do you know what the metric equivalent of a peck is? Because I have looked for pickled peppers, and I'm not sure if they come in servings other than a peck, and I would like to know how much I'm buying. Well, I mean, I assume you're you're like a potato and, and have eyes, so you you can see. You know, I maybe not like a potato in 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 in, in your an ability in terms of an ability to to see into souls, but I I guess we can't all be like that. That thanks a whole lot. Love you sincerely, Greg Sinston. Uh, well, well, thank you for that. And that leaves this episode of Green Fingers towards an exit. I hope you enjoyed it. Our next episode, um... We're, we're gonna do an episode on bees. Because they're everyone's favorite little buzzers. Well, I, I guess I shouldn't, shouldn't say that. People, people are allowed to have their opinions. But, uh... But the next episode is going to be about bees. Uh, not not everyone's favorite. Uh, anyways, uh, so if you have any stories about bee, bee, bees, please don't hesitate to email me 
at greenfingerspodcast at gmail.com. Greenfingerspodcast at gmail.com. And see you then, folks. And don't forget to keep those fingers green.